Hi, this is Rebecca. This is Jazzeray. And this is our first episode of the Writers Workshop, Next Gen Writers Workshop podcast. Yeah, we're here to talk about our experiences with writing and what led it to be our passion and to create this Writers Workshop and sort of our own personal journeys. Mm -hmm. And actually, me and Jazz met in the last two years of high school. So part of the journey of being a writer, we actually shared um, two of those years together. Like, I remember we both took a creative writing class. Senior year? Yeah. Yeah, it was senior year. Oh, that's so funny. I thought it was junior year. (laughs) (laughs) I actually don't think me and Jazz talked to each other as much junior year. But we were actually in the same international baccalaureate uh, program. And we kind of met and became good friends that summer in between junior and senior year. Yeah. Rebecca, you want to tell your... What led you to writing in general? I think I was always such a big reader that I get so hyped up on these stories of other people. I think one day I just wanted to write a story of my own. I don't think I did much before I started writing my own book, like writing short stories or something. I think it was really when I was age 14 and I had an idea for a book, that's when I started writing um, as kind of like a hobby. And kind of doing that, excuse me, on my own time and developing my own skill. Hmm. What did you think when you joined the Creative Writers Workshop with uh, Miss Brooks and Ivy? Um, honestly, that was my first exposure to a writer's workshop. I really enjoyed it. It was kind of weird because our peers, like our classmates... Um, and like kind of our friends and acquaintances were the ones judging our work. Uh, I'd always imagined a writer's workshop as kind of a more, you're dealing with strangers, you're dealing with people who are objective to your work. So it's kind of interesting having these people I know sit across the table and discuss my work while I had to just kind of like sit there and nervously think about like what they were saying about my work. I remember me and you weren't in the same group. Like, yeah, we were different tables. I remember that. They were, we were all split up. Was that permanently? This is yeah. Weird. I think they formed the groups for us, or else I'm pretty sure me and you would have been in the same group. It's actually really strange now that I think about it, <laughs> like how that workshop was run. <laughs> like, none of the workshops I've been in have been like that in any form. What was different about it? Well, and all the workshops that I've been in college you read everyone's work that's a part of that oh and we were just class with you yeah we only read the people that were at our table so mm-hmm. I, I had no idea what everybody else was writing unless like did we share it I can't it's really hard for me to recollect we I think the end that class wasn't even a class it was like Thursdays at lunch we met yeah it was lunch time yeah that's probably that's why we didn't have time to read everybody's work because it wasn't even a class oh it was actually like a club. yeah that makes a lot of sense now why they split us into groups it's a 30 minute club 
<laughs> yeah, and I remember the end goal of that class was for us to submit in the Scholastic um, Art and Writing Awards for 2019. <gasps> Do you remember that? Yeah. Not 19, 2016. Yeah. true we submitted at the end pieces that we had workshopped with our group and we also like do you remember giving lessons like we'd team up with somebody and we'd give a lesson to the class about a different aspect of writing like I remember- oh yeah oh my gosh this is so crazy <laughs> going back far my memory <laughs> I remember my partner not showing up that Thursday and I had to teach about emotional writing by myself. I actually really liked it because I had control of the entire class and they had to listen to me for these 30 minutes. So I just like went off about how to write an emotional scene. I can't remember what you taught about. I can't remember what I taught about. (laughs) I'm sure it was something fantastic. Sure, I don't know. I think I was a lot less confident in high school, so I can't say for sure. (laughs) And then I think that was kind of the beginning of our journey. I then went on to do a creative writing minor. I'm a marine biology major, creative writing minor. Pretty unique set. What was it like there at your college um, doing the minor program? Um, Well, my college was actually really small. We only had 2,700 students. It was in um, Hawaii. And it was such a small, like, major slash minor. I think you could major in creative writing. But there was only one teacher. So he taught all the classes. I did take intro to creative writing from a different English teacher because they had the schedule mixed up that semester and they needed an extra teacher so I did have one other professor um to vary up my time there but it was interesting because I think there were pros and cons because I got to really know the professor and he got to know me on a personal level and know my work and recommend Places where I could submit my work or opportunities he knew of slash like writings or readings he could give me that reminded him of my work slash would like help me out. Um, But also the cons were he was pretty lax teacher. So if you didn't do your homework, that was fine. Um, Very, (laughs) very Hawaiian attitude. Um, But so those were... It would like it would have helped to have variety, and I'd say the small class sizes were pretty good because then you got to know your people more, but then your feedback wasn't as varied as well. So I think there are pros and cons. You actually had a very different experience from this. Yeah, but wait, I have a question. I just have a question. What do you think is something you learned from having it be in like that type of setting? Something I learned. Yeah, from the the workshops you've had and, like, working it with the, um, as an editor. Uh, Oh, that's right. Um, to clarify, one of the classes, and this is actually when Jazz visited me in Hawaii. She was able to come to one of my classes. Um, 
for this minor. We actually ran the school literary journal for that year, and that was like part of your final courses that you'd take. It was named Kulamanu, um, the 2019 edition. That's the one I was on. And I was the head fiction editor. And that was pretty cool. I think that's when small class sizes came uh, to my aid because there was a lot less people vying for that position. So I guess one thing I learned was that it's really nice to have an intimate setting to be able to help each other grow in ways you only know that writer can grow or they only know that you can grow. But it's if you have kind of a bad mix, it's really hard to change up because there's not as many options. Um, I think that's probably the biggest thing I learned. Other than that, that editing is a lot harder than you think. There's a lot of good submissions. Sometimes there's a lot of bad submissions and it makes your job easier, but sometimes it's really hard fighting for one and then having it denied because everybody else on the group, in the group, didn't like it. Oof, that is a bummer. They're like, <laughs> because you're so a little bit, you're like, actually, this one's so, so much more uh, profound than all the other suggestions. But okay, let's just let it be tried. Weren't you there when that one girl was like telling me I was wrong on the one submission? Like, there was this one piece I was <laughs> fighting for, and it was called The Ripple. And I remember asking her, I was, like, trying to come to a, an agreement. I was like, okay, if you had to get rid of one fiction piece, what would you get rid of? Because she was poetry, I was fiction. I feel like they're kind of mortal enemies. But <laughs> um, she was, like, the ripple. Like, she directly, I had made it known to the entire class. The ripple was my favorite. That was my number one. I wasn't going to give it up. And she had poo-pooed a lot of the other suggestions I gave because we all kind of gave a final vote on what to allow in the journal and she went after the ripple and I was like okay not gonna happen um so that was an interesting class period yeah it was, it's, it was fascinating it was really interesting to watch it, it was very engaged <laughs> um as far as my experience after being in that lunchtime writer's workshop, I came here at the, the University of Michigan and I did, I didn't major in creative writing at first. I was an art and design major and a creative writing minor, I believe. But then I realized that I didn't want to do art full time. I wanted to write full time more so than I wanted to create my art I wanted to create my art and I wanted them to be uh, in conjunction with each other my art and my stories but I wasn't gonna extend my time here in Michigan to do art over writing so I became a writing major and an English major and art minor just like twisting things a bit and I had this class where we had to do research and corporate research in our projects I did something on environmentalism and I was reading all these other people's uh, stories with like all the research they incorporated over the semester into their stories and it was just so fascinating 
and wonderful that every semester I just did another creative writing workshop or I did like a tutorial where you're just with your professor and you talk to them one-on-one once a week and you submit oh, yeah. at least five pages up to 10 of like a new piece or a vision. Mm-hmm. Um, those were nice because you're always getting feedback and you're always being made to write very consistently. Like you would in the real world um, if you're like on top of your stuff and trying to submit to um, literary journals or competitions. Um, and then my senior year, I I was always just like into fiction because I like love creating mm-hmm. like things that are spawning from my imagination. But I think around oh, wait before my senior year, before I joined, what I was about to say, my junior year, I wrote a story on an experience that I had um, in an internship in Detroit, and it was like fictionalized. But then I started to realize that I really like writing about what is real i.e. memoirs or memoir short stories like short pieces um and I did this memoir class and the way my professor Susan Rose Grant like curated the workshop it was quite possibly definitely the best class I ever had at Michigan and we every person in that class felt the same way there was something incredibly special (laughs) about the structure of the class that I like I fell in love with like writing so she would have us write like three prompts in a day during class and share always sharing our writing and uplifting each other Mm -hmm. so that we wanted to generate more and I wanted to share that with Rebecca too, but it was just it's such a profound experience that like I don't necessarily want to solely stick with memoirs, but it expanded my breadth of what I could do and how I could uh, encapsulate my creative work um, with a tangible like elegance to it because I got great feedback and I create polished work that I was proud of. And um, I got like the praise that I got in that class from my writing was different than some of the praise I'd gotten previously. That I was like, oh, maybe I should like shift my mindset. How was it different? Writing fiction. Um, what'd you say? How was it different? Uh, my teacher was like, wow. My professor was like, you're really good at, um, really describing a moment and the setting and dialogue and immersing us fully and characterizing a scene um, with all of the different senses of the body and the language and Mm -hmm. the descriptions of people. But TBH, that is not something I got. (laughs) (laughs) I got when I was writing fiction. As Rebecca knows, reading my stuff uh, the year before that, like sometimes I'd be narrating too much, and she'd be like, "Uh, you need to like immerse us more. Like this is so much narration." <laughs> and one of my teachers said that I was like, "Um, this is quite literally the opposite of what I usually hear." She's like, "What? Seriously?" And I was like, "Yeah, seriously." And I was <laughs> like, "Man, maybe I'm like I bring off better 
from thinking about reality more so than imagining a world, taking reality and then transforming it into fantasy rather than creating some fantasy in my head, which isn't tangible to me and loses itself and starts being narrated. And I don't know, it's just to focus on like this, the way that I should write something. I should go from some experience of mine and maybe make it something greater rather than trying to create something greater, unreal, that I can't fully imagine or sense or have like, you know, the taste and smell and touch of it all there to grapple with. Mm -hmm. But if it's already there and I am not just embellish it, but make it magical, magical realism almost, it's it's a lot more uh, for a reader to hold on to and to come out be cultivated outside of myself that's what i learned at the end of your all that just like in the last few months (laughs) (laughs) well i mean i think it sounded worth it especially having read your work i think you've improved a lot as a memoir writer i remember when you sent me your first it wasn't your first memoir but it was what was it called? It was like an inward upheaval. Is that what you called it? Called it? Yeah, an inward upheaval. Remember you sent it and it was so powerful. And like part of it included memories of us that I was inspired to write a memoir in return. Kind of like, like I treated it like a letter. And like I've never... Oh, it was like a, res- it was like a response memoir. Because I... <laughs> talking about our friendship in high school <laughs> and yeah and then my shift to having friendships in college and oh that's right <laughs> and that's like, what it was. we got her perspective when she wrote one back to us so you keep going <laughs> <laughs> well honestly i i've never been inspired by another one of your works to create one of my works so i like i thought it was fantastic i was literally moved to the paper i had to say all my thoughts in another memoir and I unlike jazz do not like memoirs as much as I (laughs) enjoy fiction I am very much a fiction writer and I've tried my hand at nonfiction, and I think there's um definitely a skill to it I think I don't enjoy it as much as fictitious writing um and Yet, I was prompted to respond in a non-fictious manner. And I just think that's what good writing does, is it moves you. And so I think it was a very successful last few months of your college year. <laughs> last college year. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, well, um, the fact that you've been writing so consistently since you were, like, 14, um, and creating this piece that is, like, evolving all the time where we're like this eight what almost ten eight year period and it's something so magnificent um is what made me want to take what i learned from that class and have us like both work together to take that like spectacular class spectacular class and create something for us to enjoy yes yes jazz has been um an angel and she's probably been the one who's read most of my book 
and listen to all my ideas. It's like a series, so there's like six books I'm working on while having only the first one really completely written out, and she's heard all of it. Um, <laughs> and this workshop was kind of a place for us, like I really wanted feedback on like these scenes I'd write or these ideas that I'd have written out. And, you know, Jazz would give me feedback in a way that was conducive to, like, a writer's workshop uh, manner in which you'd give feedback, like, commenting on things, giving suggestions, highlighting, whatever. And Jazz w would send me some of her pieces, and I'd do the exact same thing. So we started, like, Jazz just graduated this last, this last semester, and, um unfortunately that was at home due to covid but immediately after we were both available because i graduated in 2019 april of 2019 and so we decided that we wanted to take our time and uh, dedicate wednesday nights to a writer's workshop we both love writer's workshops and we could do what we've just kind of been doing, but in a more formal setting. The only difference in formality really would be um, a set time, I think, though, of the week. <laughs> We're still pretty informal when we do it. Although we did come up with guidelines, and then we came up with a way to kind of make it into a business. Do you have any comments yeah. on that? Uh, yeah, so at first it was just like, little thing to like ensure like the improvement for both of us but then I mentioned it to a friend a family friend and she said well I would love to join and mm -hmm. I know other writers who would love to join your workshop and who would pay to join um I was like what you know I kind of just was like this was a two-man workshop I mean, that's all I had envisioned for it. And when she started explaining it to me, I was like, wow, this could be something greater for, like, other people and for us to have, like, more readers and for other readers who are connected to a community of writers to have uh, constructive feedback. Um, I guess even if you are connected to community writers, something that uh, Rebecca mentioned to me with um, joining a writer's workshop was that, like, that workshop lacked like significant or um beneficial feedback in the ways to improve and mm -hmm. that is paramount in becoming uh the writer of your potential um so when she mentioned like that we could foster that with other people we would just we set out to expand it minutely at first just with like two other people they gave us a lot of great feedback mm -hmm. that helped us hone in on how to make it even more clear cut to someone who's never ever been in a writer's workshop before in their life <laughs> after us both having been in so many for so long mm -hmm. um having done it before period there were things that just went over our head that aren't just uh like common sense are spelled out for you by joining you they have to be told but it was told to us so long ago it's kind of forgotten until we had um someone who had never been in that realm before 
explain it to us or kind of show us <laughs> right <laughs> knowing that themselves and it was a really uh, great learning experience of, like with our first trial of writer's workshop mm-hmm and I'd totally forgotten about that. That uh, I guess that says something about the quality of the workshop. I joined a workshop in my immediate community, and I was really excited. I was writing a lot um, the year after I graduated, and I came home. And Jazz was busy with college and couldn't be there all the time. Um, she really is the only one I've managed to rope into giving me feedback a lot of the time but um I thought if there was a writer's workshop in my community I'd love to join so I did my experience was that they were um very mature in age there were a lot of older people there I was the youngest at 21 and um I met some really really good writers we there was a retreat like the very first month I joined and it was at this hotel and it was down by a lake and I was like, okay, this is affordable. This is doable. It sounds really nice to go for this weekend and kind of just dedicate it to writing. The, I will not deny their skill. There was a lot of talented people. Um, it was really hard for me to connect with them though too. I feel like community is also an important aspect of writing's writing workshops but um it was kind of hard for me to gain good feedback like right after that retreat like the retreat wasn't about feedback it was more about us all going and spending a lot of time writing and then being able to read like some of our works that we had gotten done that weekend um in a circle and that was the main thing we did and then the one time we met up before um stay-at-home orders passed I did not receive any negative feedback and I thought this was you know this is good to some degree I really liked this piece and I'm really glad everybody else thought it had good imagery and you know very little flaws and all their um kind of critique were more like minor details and like personal preferences and um I think my writing's really good I really believe in my writing but I knew that there were some things I could do to make it better and I didn't find it in that workshop I don't think if I went back I wouldn't get good feedback I just I think I wanted something a little bit more tailored to my standards and something more available to people our age and above and you know even below i think really the goal of the next gen writers workshop was to a make it accessible to everyone um that has access to a computer and the internet and to kind of have like being open to people of all backgrounds all ages and welcome people that are our age that maybe don't have as much confidence as people that have been writing for 10 20 30 years i think i was a bit intimidated slash a little lonely going into that writer's workshop i didn't know that 
<laughs> Wait, no, I think I did know that it was like like people that were like not in your age group and like it was lonely. But I guess I felt it differently when you said it just now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I heard it for the first time. I I think even I didn't know. I just was kind of reflecting on it just now. I think blended ages would be the most uh, rewarding thing to get out of this mm-hmm. instead of just one age. Because in college, you're only around 20-year-olds. And in some right. workshops and communities, you're only around people like 35, 40 plus up who've been writing for a long time. Yeah, and I think it goes back to pros and cons again. I feel like when you're younger, you have all these, like, fresh ideas and you just want to get started and there's a lot of energy behind that. Um, And I feel like anyone could be any age to kind of start their writing career. But I do feel like a lot of the older writers have a lot more experience. Like, maybe they have a few more pieces published and they also have had time to discover who they are, like what kind of writing they like to do. Um, but I also feel like in the people I've encountered, they were a little less open to new styles and new ideas. They kind of already had a set like style in mind. I'm not saying that's every older person and that's every younger person, but I do think that there are, you know, definitely patterns. So you're right. I feel like it would be kind of our goal to have it open to everyone and create an environment where everyone of any experience level feels comfortable and coming to the writer's workshop and that they're going to all walk away with something better. That's uh, definitely our goal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind of the last thing I wanted us to talk about, Jazz, was our future writing goals. My future writing goals are to, for one, um, I really want to create a memoir piece that is uh includes illustrations and i mm. like when we came up with this idea a yeah. long time ago, after she did her response to my memoir us creating um a whole piece book uh yeah. that is a memoir back and forth um and I want to create a collection of short stories that are all kind of inspired by real stories, but then fictionalized. Um, And I think that's all I have for right now Mm -hmm. is that's what's on my plate to finish in this, not finish in this year, but like really gain momentum on um, in this year and see where it takes me for the next few years i feel like as i go i'll come up with more ideas mm-hmm. what are your goals my goals have always been i really want to publish um it's working title right now is the making of maya super a supers novel i want to publish the first book relatively soon either this year or the next year that's always been my goal since like 
high school when I finished the first draft. Um, but I want to publish that, get a contract with an agent, and sign on for this series. And I, I was going to mention it, but you mentioned it. I really do want to do that kind of memoir where we respond to each other and kind of share our thoughts about life and kind of the past experiences we've had because we've been friends for what is it now six years like we've seen each other grow a lot and we've grown together a lot so I think it'd be a really interesting recording of those thoughts and kind of experiences in a memoir fashion yeah and it's kind of an ongoing project as I imagine it. Yeah. We plan to move to Korea together and <laughs> there will be many things that come with us being closer again, once again, like we were in high school and then post Korea when we're apart again that I, I just feel like it's like a beautiful letter of love about our relationship throughout our life until some mm-hmm. point in which we want to stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also think um, the Valentine's Day gift you sent me, True Beauty by Anne Pratchett. Is that her last name? Um, I think that actually played a key role in us coming up with this idea because her memoir, True Beauty, is kind of about her experience and her friendship. Truth and Beauty. Sorry. Is the experience she has with this other, like, one of her, like, her best friend. And the other memoir that the her best friend wrote, I think it's Anatomy of a Face or something. I'm going to have to look that yeah. up. Right? Yeah. So, they're kind of memoirs that go hand in hand. And their friendship is really something unique that she writes about in the... Memoir, and you actually read that in class, right? This memoir? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you said it kind of reminded you of our relationship. And so. Yes, I like wholeheartedly. That's <laughs> that's it's yours because I was like, oh my gosh, there are two other souls on this planet who are living a similar experience. Same with the poem. I guess I wrote a poem in a journal that I made, like created for her with different pieces of art in it like they had a friendship in this poem from like the 17th century or something really long time ago and she described it in a way that was like wow someone is an approximation very close if almost like nothing can be the same to all souls are different to what we have i know (laughs) gotta hold on to those things i do feel like Jazz's friendship has been a really defining part of my life. Um, I feel like we often joke that we're the same person. And um, we often have very similar thought processes. And I just, I feel like if I didn't have Jazz, you know, I feel like there would almost be 10% of me left. Like, I feel like you make up 90% of me. And well, there's this week called. We have a name. I know. <laughs> it's a, it's a mix. Jazz <laughs> A mix of both of our names. Uh, Jazz and Rebecca. Jazz And so if you see that name on either our website or somewhere else, that's exactly what it is. Four letters of her <laughs> name, four letters of my name. Jazz <laughs> Um. So 
that's definitely one of the solid goals I have is creating that memoir with you. I just think it'd be a brilliant project. And this business is obviously another goal. Uh, so we've kind of made this podcast to um, aid in a writer's journey, even if they don't participate in our workshop. It's kind of a place more discussion-based, whereas during the writer's workshop, it would be uh, more oriented towards specific writings, obviously, that other people would submit, and there wouldn't be a ton of time to talk about how to create a character or what stories we all like or have in common. And this is kind of the platform we created to do that and to help um, kind of aid in the inspiration part of being a writer. Yeah. We want to just let this be free to anyone to enjoy in passing or... Mm-hmm. Uh, take note of and help them along their way in their journeys in mm-hmm. your journey whoever you may be listener <laughs> <laughs> listener fellow writer fellow reader so yeah I I feel really good about what we're doing thank you for listening to the next gen writers workshop podcast